This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for Sunday, May 22, 2016. The Gospel is taken from the book of John, chapter 16, verses 12 through 15. The message is by Father Ed Steele. Today, as you probably have noticed, it is Trinity Sunday, the day that we celebrate the Godhead of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You know, we had Ascension Sunday, and then we had Pentecost when the Holy Spirit comes down. And so now that all are together in in the liturgical year, now we celebrate them all together in Trinity Sunday. Now, normally you've probably heard on Trinity Sunday someone try to explain the Trinity. You know, we come up with little uh, metaphors like, well, uh, the Trinity is a lot like a man. He can be a father, he can be a son, he can be a husband. But that doesn't work, does it? Because the Holy Trinity is actually made up of three separate persons, not just one person with three roles. So then we can try to get scientific and say, well, it's a lot like water. Because water can be either liquid form, it can be gaseous form like steam, or it can be solid form in ice. But then again, we're only talking about one substance with three characteristics. I even heard say one time that you could, you could compare the Trinity to a cherry pie. Because you could take the pie and cut three pieces, and you'd have three separate pieces, but they'd all have the same filling. Well, that sounds great, but it's still only what? One pie. So there really is no adequate way to just explain the Trinity. And so you'll be happy to know I'm not going to try today. (laughs) I learned my lesson long ago. Rather, today what we're going to do is we're going to look at our epistle reading. Because Paul does a great job in his letter to the Romans of not explaining the Trinity, but at least giving us insight into what the Trinity is and what the roles of the individual people within the Trinity, those persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, what their roles are within the Trinity. And so we're just going to look right at our epistle reading. So if you have a Bible in front of you or if you have one with you, you can turn back to it. It's uh, Romans 5, 1 through 5. Now, the first thing that Paul says in this passage is, therefore, since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God. Now, that sounds wonderful, having peace with God, doesn't it? It means we are reconciled to God the Father. It means that we can have a relationship with God the Father. But I think that sometimes, you know, in our modern eyes and in our modern minds, that's not as exciting as it could be. I mean, when, the, when this was written, people still heard the thunder and they said, that's God speaking. Or they saw the lightning and they thought it was God coming down to show his wrath. But nowadays, we look at a thunderstorm and go, eh, it's a thunderstorm. It's another movement of, of the weather. Another cold front's coming in. You know, I have noticed that about moving to Ohio. 
If, it, if it's hot one day, it rains at night, and it's cold the next day. You know. In Florida, it just rains and it's just hot. So, so at least here I've, I've remembered after you know, being raised in Nebraska, you'd think I'd remember that, but then we didn't have rain, so it didn't make any difference. But what I want us to do, though, is, is think about the awesomeness of God, but do it in 21st century terms. So I'm going to give you a little bit of information that I got off the NASA website to kind of give us a better Im, Im, idea of the awesomeness of God in our, in our modern scientific minds, okay? So you ready? All right, the first thing I want you to understand, the diameter of the earth, in other words, if we took, a, if we took the earth as a circle and drew a line all the way across, the diameter of the earth is approximately 8,000 miles across, okay? Keep that in mind, 8,000 miles. Now, a light year, which is a distance used for measuring distance in space, okay, one light year is about 6 trillion miles, okay, 8,000, 6 trillion, okay. Our galaxy, the Milky Way galaxy, the Milky Way galaxy is believed to be about anywhere from 100 to 160,000 light years. So that's 160,000 times, what, 6 trillion? Again, compared to that little 8,000 miles across of the Earth. And our galaxy is actually a middle-sized galaxy. They believe the largest galaxy to be about 38 times the size of our galaxy. And not only that, but they believe, or at least they estimate, that there are about 100 billion galaxies in the universe using the Hubble telescope. So think about that. 100 billion galaxies, and ours is only a middle-sized galaxy, and how enormous it is. Now, I say that because I want us to understand the enormity of the universe. And this God, God the Father, is the one who with one word created it all. As our reading from Proverbs says, he just spoke and it all happened. As we hear in Genesis, God, all God had to do was say, let it be, and it was. That's the God that we can have a relationship with. That's the God, the creator, that we can have a personal, loving life with. But how does that happen? Well, Paul says it's because we are justified by faith through Jesus Christ our Lord. Now, justification by faith, Paul talks about in just the passage before this one, when he talks about Abraham. Because he says Abraham was justified by faith simply because he believed in the promises of God. God said, I'm going to make you a father of nations. Abraham said, that sounds good. He got up, he packed his stuff, he moved out of Ur. And because he had that faith, God found him righteous. But our righteousness is not based on anything that we do. Our righteousness is based purely on the work of Jesus on the cross. As our own ACNA catechism says, when you look at the question,